On today's episode of the Trade Busters podcast, the Immaculate Quarter. What is that? So this is uh, going to be the usual quarterly update for Theta Engine, but um, I will also give a quick update on the Earn 3.0 strategy. So why is it the Immaculate Quarter? So if you guys have not noticed, but although most of the people following the strategy and the podcast probably have seen the log, you will see that Theta Engine has had a 100% win rate for Q2 and in fact a uh, 99.3 win rate for the first half of 2023 so we had one stop I think in mid-March and then after that it has been on a complete tear and so that's why I want to include the earn 3.0 update as well because there's not really much to talk about when it's just you know flawless victory so to speak so year to date, Theta Engine has had right on 57.7% premium capture, 99.3% win rate, no losers at all in Q2, April through June. And um, just real quick, if we look at the SPX chart, it's pretty obvious to know why. So again, you can see there's there is that dip in mid-March, but from March 31st through the end of June, it's basically just been the relentless rally you know, from March through, sorry, from April, end of April, the market was up like, you know, 1.43%. And then by the end of May, it had gone up another, actually, it was kind of flat in May. Um, and then June, of course, was a big month. Market was up six point some percent. So a total of 8.3% up in, uh, in the second quarter. Now, if we look at VIX, uh, pretty obvious that it's just been on the downtrend. Volatility has been completely getting crushed. The last spike was, of course, in mid-March when it peaked around 25, 26. Ever since the end of March, it ended March at around 18.7. By the end of April, it was 15.6. There's a little bit of jitters in May, but by the end of May, you know, VIX is down. It was down 4% down to 17.94 and then it just got demolished in june down another 23 percent to end the month at around 13.6 so volatility at levels we haven't seen since pre-covid um, for those trading theta engine you'll notice that the credit's been getting pretty small had to increase my contract uh yeah just at the 15 delta it's, it's at a low price that we haven't seen in a while but really, nothing else much to update. Of course, this has uh, been a great quarter for Theta Engine. If you go to the longitudinal study at the strategy page, which of course you can find at www.thetradebusters.com, which is the, um, the trading page for Tradebusters, and there's a link to Theta Engine. And you will see that, um, again, what I like to do to kind of normalize things, I will set the longitudinal study at about a 15% return target. Uh, I'll use a 27% assumed PCR. You can change these yourself. So again, year to date, 57.7% PCR. Uh, this projects Theta Engine would have a return of 18.7%, which means you would have hit your return target and then some mid-year. And of course, that is because there has been no losers or has been one loser. So really, you're capturing much more premium than you would anticipate of course this goes to offset last year which is negative 16 percent pcr and one thing that's to note that's um 
noteworthy is that the, the total PCR of the longitudinal study now sits at 24.3, which is good because remember, we're assuming 27 for this particular setup, at least the way I'm looking at it. And 2020 in this study was, you know, a couple months, not really anything. 2021 was good. 2022 was down. So really this study right now encompasses about two full years. Actually, not even, let's see here, two like not even about two and a half years, right? Two and a half years with one down year, yet the total longitudinal PCR is still at 24.3, which is close to that 27% global kind of long-term PCR we expect. That's really good. So all in all, a very good quarter for Theta Engine. And, um, you know, who knows what's to come? I think we're probably due for some losses soon, but uh, all we can do is keep moving. Uh, so let's talk about Earn 3.0 real quick. Um, again, you can find the link for the Earn Strategy page at uh, the trading page. It's kind of halfway down, maybe three quarters of the way down. You see Earn 3.0, and then there's a link. So um, I'm not going to get into all the nuances of the strategy, but of course, uh, for those who are following, you know, we're in Earn 3.0, right? So self-explanatory. There's been a few versions of it. We're trading kind of the ratio strangle version now. Um, so. There's a live graph, live trade log. This quarter, again, has been very good. Um, I added a new tab. So hopefully it's still there when you guys listen to this. Today is July 3rd, 2023. So if you're listening to this you know, in a year, it may be different. But um, there was a live trade log, a live graph, and then just for fun, I added something called a monthly PL. So the monthly PL graph actually looks just like the live graph, at least the cumulative PL curve does. But just for fun, I've kind of separated the bars the blue ones into monthly, whereas with the live graph, that's a daily bar on each blue bar on the bottom. So you'll notice that there's a missing bar or it looks like it's missing for December because strategy was flat. Uh, if I scroll down to the live trade log, you can actually see the numbers, um, column T. So yeah, it was like negative $24 in December. But otherwise, uh, we have January, February, March, Basically, all um, all months are positive this year so far. So that's very good. Now, it's not perfectly consistent, which is totally normal. So, for example, January was like 17,000 PNL. February was 4,700. March was 21,700. April was like 8,000. May was 14,000. And then June was going pretty well. Uh, but then we had a few stops on the call side which um, if you guys follow the, the new strategy, you'll know that the loss multiple is a little bit higher if you get stopped on the call side. And we got stopped on the call side quite a bit in June, which is unusual given the lower delta and the wider stop. So uh, we ended up with about $3,500 of PL in June. But on all, the equity curve looks very steady. Uh, quick look at the charts, sorry, the stats before we wrap up. So 82.9% win rate. Um, I think that's a little bit lower than the back test suggests, but that's fine. Uh, we're at a PCR of 35.1%, which is extremely strong. And I might have pointed out this out before, but there's a theoretical premium capture. And that's calculated purely on the statistics, right? The average win size, average loss size, and the win rate. Uh, the reason the, the actual premium capture is a little higher, I've noted before, is because I'm not credit targeting for this. So... Um, I'm accepting the sequence risk, and uh, in this case, we've had, uh, I guess, lucky sequence risk, meaning the winners have been a little bigger, the losses have been a little smaller, just by virtue of, 
you know, probably in the past we got stopped on the put side, IV went up, we took a bigger trade, or we had a bigger credit because of a Fed day or um, CPI or something, and we just happened to win. So it's been skewing the premium capture a little higher than if you had those exact uh, win-loss metrics. And the reason the uh, loss average, average 2.9, is below 4 is because uh, you know, there's been a few times when we had a minor cash settlement where one of the options landed slightly in the money uh, without getting stopped. So the loss was a partial loss or, uh, you know, maybe even a war. Sometimes you can land a little in the money and have a small winner. And then conversely, you have you can land partially in the money and have a partial loser. That's why the average loss is lower. Um, but on all, the strategy is going really well. Over on the right-hand side of the log, um, I am now tracking the average BP per uh, per entry and so I'm taking the greater of the BP held by the puts or the calls and using that as the BP for that entire trade um, and that's just basically the width of the wings multiplied by the number of contracts and so from that the PL gives you a kind of a return on BP which is column AD so the you can see that we're I'm just looking at the latest entries you know it's anywhere from 1% to 1.7% return and in a stop, you're losing, you know, 4.8, um, or five and a half percent. But uh, in terms of the end, so average, you know, we're making, if it is average the whole column, you know, there's an average return of about half a percent on the buying power per trade. And then in total, um, for that annual expectancy, I'm not doing any weird compounding math because, um, it was making things a little too crazy. And in reality, you may not be able to control the BP that exact anyways. So all I did was just did a naive, I took the average return on buying power and I multiplied it by 252, just assuming there's 252 trades a year. So right now the strategy is running at about 126% return on buying power, which is very strong, right? It means if you're allocating, you know, 10% capital, you can make 12.6% on the entire account, right? Give or take some, again, you're not, going to be able to target that BP exactly. But on all, very strong, you know, not a immaculate quarter for earn, but I don't expect it to ever have 100% win rate just due to the sequential nature of the strategy and the higher delta. Um, and the fact that it is, uh, it's a strangle, right? It's not just a put. So it's not going to only kind of print uh, when the, the market just blows upwards, which as we saw, we got stopped on the call a number of times. But overall, great quarter for the two strategies. Um, really good quarter for Theta Engine, and you know, someone's called it immaculate. Uh, so with that, um, that's a wrap. And you know, as always, if you guys enjoyed this episode or the podcast, please take a moment to rate and review and subscribe. You can also visit my trading page at www.thetradebusters.com, where you'll find the strategy mechanics. You know, the strategy pages themselves were earned for Theta Engine, all the trade logs, various essays that I've written, other podcasts I recommend. Finally, you can follow me on Twitter at thetradebuster. That's it for today. Thank you all for listening, and I will see you guys next time.